Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Master Your Coaching Biz podcast. And our guest today is Nepateria Fonda. She is the president of Go Get It, Inc. And she's a certified business and sales coach, author and facilitator. Welcome, Nepateria. I'm so excited that you're with us here today. Thank you so much. It's my honor. I appreciate it. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Okay. So like you said, I am Nepateria Fonda and I am the president of Go Get It, Inc. And I work with parallelpreneurs. For me, parallelpreneurs are professionals who are building a coaching or service-based business alongside their nine to five. Um, I do help them when they're newer in business. So I help them set up their foundations by ensuring clear on who they serve and how they serve them, confident in their selling skills so they can get consistent cash in their business and God gets the glory. So that is what I do for my coaching clients. Um, as you mentioned, I'm an author of a book called How to Act. Act is an acronym for Activate Your Faith commit to your plan and take action that will change your life. And I also facilitate vision board experiences for groups, um, leaders and organizations who want to bring that to their membership. Yeah, awesome, I love it. <laughs> I'm very clear <laughs> and precise. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, tell us a little bit about how you got started in your business. So how I got started in my business, I've always did something entrepreneurial, right? I grew up in a family where my mom always had some type of business. Once I exit the military, I did go get my license to be a nail tech and I keep that license up to this day, even though I currently don't work in that field. So I always had a desire for to run my own business in some form or fashion. And then in 2009, um, 2009 I had a heart attack. And when that happened, I really had to be thankful to God that, you know, he allowed me to see another day because tomorrow definitely wasn't promised. And I really had to look over my life and assess some of the things that I wanted to do that I hadn't yet done. That was someday, one day, somewhere in a notebook, some, you know, one day when, th when these other things line up. Yeah. And one of those things was to start my business. Um, I tried a couple other things before that didn't have anything to do with business, just some 20 year old, 30 year old nest dreams. So one of those was learning to Taekwondo. I did get my yellow belt, but that was as far as I went. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing was learning to ride a motorcycle. And I quickly learned that that wasn't for me. I prefer to be a sexy accessory on the back of my husband's Harley Davidson. <laughs> so, but the one thing that did stick was parallelpreneur and then eventually transitioning to full-time entrepreneurship. 
Yeah. All right. That's, that's, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I don't even think I'd be on the back of the motorcycle just to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. So, so when you first, I, I just love to hear people's stories. So thank you for sharing that. But when you first went into business for yourself, mm-hmm. did you have any, um, you know, doubts and, and did you have any like mindset issues that you had to overcome? Yes, definitely. Um, anytime that you're putting yourself out there, right? So when you're working for a company, you know, you can hide behind their brand presence, what they've already established, right? Or you could blame it on said company. But when it's yourself that you're putting out there and you are the face of the company, then everything is your fault. There's no one else to blame. It's all on you. You have to take the risk. You have to put yourself out there. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And you just really have to kind of dust yourself off and keep going. And that can be hard sometimes when you have never put yourself out there before or never had to shield on all that responsibility. You know, when people don't love it, it's great when they love it, but if what if they don't love it? What if they don't like it? What if you get some backlash from, from a comment that you made? Whatever the case may be. So there's definitely some mindset shifts and things you have to work towards or work on when you are in business for yourself. So what, what is like one thing that you did for yourself to help overcome that? Well, me, I'm a guy's girl. So I always turn to my faith find scriptures to support anytime I had any fears or doubts to kind of support me. What does God say about fear? You know, what does God say about my ability to create wealth? What does God say about, you know, anything that was coming up for me mindset wise that I needed to combat in a positive way. So I will find scriptures to support me. I will say some affirmation statements um, on a consistent basis to switch how I felt about whatever said thing was. Yeah. Awesome. And I like what in your bio, I read that you believe that um, everyone deserves a business with a bountiful bank account Um, and that that is actually um, scripturally correct. Like it's not against faith to actually have a bank account. I know that there's some Christian coaches out there that feel like they can't really charge or they can't charge a good amount or, you know, a sustaining amount because they feel like that that's against their faith. So I love that, that I read that, you know, you are out there saying, you know what, you can do this and it, and it isn't against your faith to do it. Right. You want to speak to that for a sec? Yes. For me, well, in Deuteronomy 8.18, it says God gives us the ability to create wealth, right? And I believe my wealth is going to answer prayers and I can't do that. I can't be a blessing if I'm not blessed. And it takes money. It takes money to really impact change, right? How do you get how do some politicians get elected? That's because there's people that are investing and buying the plates and and contributing to their campaign to get whatever bills or whatever they support. And this is not a political message by no means, but I'm just saying how wealth and money impacts things. If you want to really impact change, you have to have some income that can do that. It's just not enough for you to have income that just supports whatever your lifestyle is. You also got to have additional income to do things that maybe you're led to by God. Maybe it's you build a transition home for your church, or maybe that you go and feed a certain amount of homeless people, or you donate to your favorite charity or whatever that is, but you cannot do that without income. So for me, yes, you have to have a bountiful bank account to be a blessing. Awesome. Love it. All right. So today you're going to talk to us about the seven steps that have to happen in a sales call. um, And basically around the sales scripting as well. So what, what, uh, what would you say that we're with new coaches, basically Mm -hmm. anywhere from training up to about two to three years, Mm -hmm. what would you say are those seven steps? 
So number one, you kind of have to set the expectation. Nobody wants to be baited and switchy, switched. In other words, you have to let them know that when they get on that phone call with you, what is the purpose of the phone call? One, you can say something like, this is just for opportunity to see if we're a good fit to work together. If what I have fits your needs and what your need right now, what's your best next step? You have to set that expectation. So that person doesn't get on a call thinking it's a free coaching call. And then you ask them to invest um, into your service or they don't think they're getting on a call for one thing and then you, you're, you're selling them. So at some point it changes into you're trying to sell them something. So number one, always set the expectation and whatever that is for your sales conversation. Okay. So the expectation and agenda, something like that, that's firm, like uh, solid. Right. So they, they understand why they're having this conversation. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Great. What was, what is two? Number two is discovering the cost of the problem, finding out what their current problem is and how much has it been costing them, whether it's in time and money, no sleep, whatever, really discovering what that is and trying to quantify that for them. So how long have you been dealing with this said problem? You know, how long have you been trying to fix the problem? How much time or money would you say that it costs you to fix the problem? Okay. Or try to fix the problem, excuse me. Right. So would that also include the money that they've spent because the problem isn't fixed? Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. All right. Great. What's three? <laughs> and three is transferring from problems to possibility. So we've set the expectation. We discover the cost of the problem, right? Whatever that number may be or amount of time that is, and then talk to them about what, what would it look like if you could solve this problem? What that will look like? How would that affect your health, your wealth, your household, your business, whatever it is that you are coaching around, if they could fix that problem, what would that possibility look like? And ask that question. Okay. Yeah. That seems pretty straightforward. Yes. Number four, likelihood of success, right? So you find out if they feel like they can solve this problem, you know, you might say on a scale from one to 10, how likely do you feel you could solve this problem on your own? and engage and see what they say. Some people may think they can solve it on their own. And then if that's the case, then you, you may continue to have a sales conversation or you can end the sales conversation at that point because they feel like they pretty much have a grasp on what they need and then maybe offer them a, a free resource instead of actually selling them into a service because they feel like they have a grasp on what they need to do to solve their problem. Yeah, so keeping, um, keeping them in the loop with something like a free product or getting them onto your an opt-in into your email list or something Co like that. Correct. Okay. Right. Great. If, if they answer based on their, let's say it's based on their score one to 10, they, based on their answer, they need some more assistance. Then you offer to solve the problem. Okay. All right. And you great. ask, is that okay? Hey, if I could, you know, help you solve this problem, would it be okay if I talk to you about how, how I could do that and you get permission. Okay. So getting permission to make the offer. Correct. Awesome. All right. And then number six, of course, just advancing the sale, you know, letting them know what it is that you have to offer. Make sure you're dealing definitely with the benefits of the offer. Um, then get any questions about the offer itself, whether it's features or any, anything that they're not under clear on about what the offer gives them features as well as benefits before you go into the investment. Okay. All Answer. Right. Yep. And then once you go into the investment, you be quiet. Sit on your hands, zip your mouth, and right. just don't, let it happen. <laughs> correct. Don't say another word after you give the investment. I want you to think in your mind that once you give the investment, they are thinking about how can they pay you? How can they make this investment in their sales through your service that you're offering? So don't say anything. Yeah. 
So just giving them that space to, uh, to think it through. Correct. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And what, so what would you say are best practices to being ready and having that, having like being able to follow through on those seven steps? So one, you got to enter the conversation confidently. Yeah. One, definitely enter it confidently, whatever that means to you. If it's showing up in a certain look, putting on a certain lipstick, if it's playing a, you know, a song, if it's reading some affirmations, reading a scripture, whatever it is going to put you in the best position to be confident on that call. Number two, prepare for them to say yes. So if they was to say yes and they're ready to give you their credit card, do you have a credit card authorization form that you need to already have pulled up? Do you have how you accept payment already pulled up? Do you have your calendar set up so you can go ahead and schedule their first? Be prepared for the yes because nothing will tank your confidence or tank how the flow of the conversation go. If they say yes and you're like, oh, give me a while. Oh, and you're like, you know, flushed and, and scattlebrained and trying to pull all the things together. Prepare right. for the yes. Have those tabs already open. They say yes. What credit card would you like to use? Great. I'm getting, and just let them know, you know, I'm pulling up my credit card authorization form. This is the email you would like for me to send it to. Give me a few minutes. I'm just filling it out and completing it with your information. Just keep, as you're doing it, let them know what you're doing so that they know what's happening during right. the conversation. Cause I don't know, some people may do them via zoom. Some people may just do them by, by the phone, but you need to have that up. You don't need to be looking for it through your Google docs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a good look when you're, when you're in that conversation. Correct. So show up confidently and be, be prepared for the yes. Okay. And then as far as scripting, um, I, I use a similar type of uh, strategy as far as like a six step uh, success conversation. And I do encourage people to write a script out. Yes. But what I also find is that sometimes you can tell they're reading from a script. So, um, you know, how do you help uh, your clients to kind of push past that and make it more natural? One, they got to get comfortable with the script. So don't let the first time you read the script be the first sales call you have. You need to practice with some business besties, some parallel for newer pals. Test that. I don't care if you practice it with your husband. Just test it out so you have a flow, right? So you know what's coming next. Have it there for security, but not as you're looking down. Okay, I'm gonna set the expectation. Well, what we're gonna do today? No, 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 no. I already have a good flow of what you're gonna say. And it's just there for security if you, lose your train of thought for whatever reason, you could just refer back down and see the bullet and, and flow right back into that. But you have to get comfortable with your script or you will sound like you're reading. Yeah, awesome. All right. Um, so any other tips that you can, uh, that you'd like to share around having those seven steps prepared for their um, sales conversations? Um, also just be prepared to be able to overcome the objections. Yeah. Yeah, have, have, have ways to overcome the, the objections. Have you a script for that as well? Because you may get an objection and you have to overcome it. Because overcome it. you're either going to close them in the sales conversation or you may close them and follow up. But you got to get comfortable overcoming objections as well. That is also something you can practice. Said spouse, parallelpreneur pals, business besties, you know, tell them to hit, hit you with, your, with their best shot and you mm -hmm. go ahead and work through those objections when they come. So then when you hear them, they're not a shock to you and you know what to say and how to deal with overcoming those objections. Yeah. So a little bit of research ahead of time, like knowing what those objections might be anyway. Right. 
and then how you can help overcome them. And I like how you said that you might make the sale during that sales call or might be follow-up. So really having something to follow up with, um, like an opt-in or lead gen or something that you can put them into. Um, and then you can follow up with emails as well after the session. Absolutely. Or even setting a new time. So say they say, yeah. oh, I need to speak to my spouse about it, right? So you can overcome the objection. Thank you for sharing that with me. I understand that I have a spouse. We share financial responsibility. Are there any questions that you think your spouse may ask you that you need to have an answer to? So you can go ahead because sometimes it is a spouse and sometimes it's them. You can go ahead and have those answers. So if they do got to convince their spouse to let them make the investment, then they have the answers for the spouse. So then the spouse feel confident in this investment as well. And then you can say, okay, well, when will be a good time for me to check back in with you? Will next week on Tuesday at 2 p.m. work for you? They'll say yes or they say no. No, but I can do Wednesday at 9 p.m. Okay, that's Eastern Standard Time. Wonderful. Is this, you know, is this the phone number I can call you with? So getting them locked locked in to whatever the follow-up is. If it's a follow-up to, they need to have that conversation with their spouse, go ahead and put a time on the calendar that you're going to call them. Yeah. Okay, great. That absolutely makes sense. And I love that. Um, yeah. So that was amazing. Thank you. That was really quick and easy and very straightforward. I love it. Um, so if people want to get a hold of you, they can go to your website, which is, uh, nefetariafonda.com, right? Correct. Yeah. And then, um, what social media do you, is your main kind of hangout? Um, I have a Facebook community so they can come to the Parallelpreneur Powerhouses to hang out with me. Okay, great. Parallelpreneur Powerhouses. The three mm-hmm. Ps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you have um, a free gift for the audience? So yes, they can go and get um, a free session with me and it is free. doesn't cost them anything. And it's at bit.ly forward slash book with Neff and just select discovery session. All right. Awesome. So we'll have all that in the show notes so mm-hmm. that um, if you want to get a hold of Nefteria, you can definitely do that. And also you can visit her Facebook group and um, all the other contact information will be in the notes as well. Thank you so much, Nefteria, for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. It was an honor to serve. Thank you. All right, guys, have a wonderful day. Talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.